0: My brothers and sisters, one of the reasons I like very much staying in this part of the world is the four clear seasons that we can see here, spring, summer, autumn and winter autumn the Americans call it fall it's quite literally it's uh, when the leaves fall and just as I'm talking to you and I'll post a couple of photographs also we have um, oak trees and we have aspens around the house and beautiful trees very tall green lush right through spring and summer but in autumn Every single one of those leaves falls. Every single leaf falls. And we have this colossal carpet of leaves Uh, that's on the ground. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this to you is because obviously it is uh, one way of looking at it is that it's very irritating. It's uh, lying here now. Uh, And of course, in America, everything has to be cleaned it has to be cleared and uh, you have the responsibility of doing it so you either do it yourself or you pay someone to do it and also for everything there is a machine so there are uh, there are leaf blowers and uh, there are leaf vacuums and there are um, there are uh, lawn mowers which uh, also double as vacuums and uh, So this uh, is done, people, somebody comes and does it, or you do it yourself. So as I was saying, one option is to look at it as a a big nuisance, you know, who's going to do that and look at this. The other option is to admire the color, the carpet, which will be there for a couple of days until it is uh, blown away by the blower. Uh, the carpet, which ha- which is so beautiful, so incredibly beautiful. Uh, shades of yellow and brown, primarily shades of yellow and brown. But, uh, you know, I'm sure you'll be as surprised as I am to see how many shades of yellow and brown there can be. And then the uh, different birds that come. There are the migrants which leave... Uh, at certain times of the year, and then they return. And when they return, it's almost like you know your family has come back, visit come back from a long journey, or has come visiting. It makes you so happy. There's a little bird called the, the junco, uh, which is uh, again. I'll send you a photo. Um, there used to be uh, in right through spring and through most of uh, summer. There used to be about at least twenty of them, and they were the first ones uh, to wake up in the morning and come to the to my feeders, and it was lovely to see them. Um, and then one day they just disappeared. Just literally, one day they just vanished. There was not one of them, and I was very upset. I thought, I, th- I thought, you know, what happened to them? I thought they all died because at that time there were some. Uh, bird epidemic of some kind, some bird sickness, not bird flu, but some kind of bird sickness that was going on in in, in most of America, actually, because we got um, warnings from coming up from the south. And uh, here there's a society called Audubon Society, which, uh, which, uh, within quotes, takes care of birds. I'm saying within quotes because it's not as if they uh, physically take care of the birds, but they maintain little bird sanctuaries and maintain areas of wilderness and and water and so on where birds can nest and and grow so audubon society put out uh, warnings to say take down your bird feeders because bird feeders attract a lot of birds and these uh, if if there is a disease then if there are more birds in an area if they're being attracted to one place then obviously obviously the disease can spread faster so we had our feeders down for a couple of months and, and it was quite sad to see the birds coming and waiting for the feed to be put out, but there were no feeders. So I thought maybe that happened. Also. But now suddenly as fall has come, uh, I'm seeing the junkos are back. And as I told you, it's literally like, you know, family visiting. I said, oh, I got fantastic. Where were you all these days? <laughs> I wish they could answer me. Uh, as I am talking to you, I see a black-capped chickadee, which is one of my heroes as of small birds which is flitting from place to place Um, the feeder is a bit down on 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 seed and i think the seed is stuck in the middle somewhere so until i go and knock the feeder a bit and get all the seed down to the feeding spouts uh, they will search i let them do that also because it gives them strength and it helps them to pick up the seed from the ground. Otherwise, they, they get too complacent eating it out of the feeder. Now, why am I telling you all these stories? Because this is the way of appreciating the khudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the greatness and magnificence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For everything that he created, there is an intizam, there is a nizam, there is a, there is a methodology, there is a whole system that he created uh, to feed it, to protect it, to take care of it. And uh, he is aware of that. Imagine all of these leaves on the ground Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of every single one of those leaves Allah actually knows that leaf And Allah knows when that leaf was on the tree Allah knew when the leaf was coming out Allah Allah knows when the leaf has now fallen on the ground Today with technology that we have It's easy to uh, To understand these things But the point is not just understanding it at a cerebral level But allowing that to bring the awe and majesty and glory of Allah into your heart. I mean, it's not very difficult to uh, understand that, uh, you know, there, is, there are systems which, for example, uh, every phone call you make, every uh, message you send every uh, on any chat, any message that you send by email, any um, text message that you send on a phone, uh, all of those, without exception, uh, are recorded. They are known. They are sitting on a server somewhere, and uh, if somebody w- wishes to actually trace them, then every single message that you ever wrote is actually traceable, right? We know this techn- technologically. We know that this is uh, uh, this is possible, and it's, it's not something that uh, you really sort of wonder greatly at. You know, yeah, of course, this is how this is how it is, this is how it's supposed to be. It's a big deal, but. The point is that when we see our own systems and we understand them, but when we look at the systems of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, uh, what is the difficulty about believing that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has recorded every single moment of our lives, which in the, which even in a sense of historical time is 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 like a, uh, is, is like a blip, right? Forget about cosmic time. Forget about the time. Forget about time in the context of the one who created time. Even historical time, if you look at the centuries that pass, uh, it's like it's like a blip. But uh, the 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 but but you know uh, for for us to understand that that blip is the most important thing in our lives because that blip is my whole life. So if I spend that life trying to please Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this has a different effect. But if I spend that life in heedlessness, in forgetfulness, and may Allah... Uh, protect us from ourselves, Uh, if we spend our life in actually disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, consciously disobeying, knowing that this is wrong, we still do it, uh, then it's a different uh, story. So I remind myself and you, let us not be among those who will have to regret how they spent their time when they had the time. Time is the most important asset that we have, and therefore you must not lose track of it. So as I look at these birds and I look at these leaves falling and the seasons changing, uh, and literally you can you can see when Allah said, Yuhi ba'da that we, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, gives the earth uh, life after it has died, uh, in this part of the world you can actually see that quite clearly. Uh, in India and so on, places where we live most of the time, tropical countries, you don't see the clari- the, the seasons changing with that cl- kind of clarity. The earth is never really dead. But, uh, of course, in certain parts of India, for example, if you go into South, into Tirunal Valley, or if you go into Rajasthan and so on, uh, the very dry places, yes, the earth still dies. You can see the earth dead. You can see, uh, you know, fields which are completely dry and cracked. Uh, but even there, there are some evergreens and so on, which are which have life. But here, in uh, after fall in winter, uh, you can drive for hundreds of miles, and you will not see one single leaf. The, the only time you will see leaf here is when you go into the into places which have coniferous trees, uh, evergreens, which uh, still retain their leaves. Now that again is a beautiful story because I have I have a whole hedge of uh, evergreens, and those evergreens are the refuge of these small birds through the winter, and in bitter cold. I mean, I live in a place where uh, temperatures sometimes go down to about minus twenty, um, but usually minus five, minus uh, between minus five and minus ten is is common, and and that remains for days and days. Uh, then, of course, the snowstorms where the ground is completely covered with snow. You cannot see anything at all. All you see is white. Despite that, these birds don't die. They live. Uh, they find food. They find shelter. And, those, and one of the places where they find shelter is in these evergreen trees and in the hedges. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a plan and has a an nizam for every single thing that He created. SubhanAllah and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fill our hearts with His khashiyah and with His uh, with the shock of His uh, of, of His didar uh, with uh, fill our hearts with love for Him with the hubb of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, give us this and, and, and enable us to appreciate uh, this beautiful religion and to show the appreciation by practicing it because that's the only way we don't just talk about the about islam and say oh that's a great religion no if it's a great religion then we should be practicing it i want to to end with this and quickly take a photo if i can there is a squirrel which is burying an acorn now the, the place is full of squirrels which are running around burying acorns and uh, that's how allah Subhanahu wa Taala propagates uh, oak trees where uh, squirrels bury acorns and uh, then they forget where they buried the acorn so when they want to go and dig it up uh, some they dig up, they, I mean, the squirrel is not planting trees, the squirrel is burying the acorn for the winter when it will uh, again uh, dig it up and eat it. <coughs> but they bury them all over the place, and some they forget, and those become oak trees. Subhanallah, ilazim, Subhanallah, I Ask Allah subhanahu to be pleased with us and never to be displeased.